everybody, and welcome back to the Not So Golden Trio podcast, a Harry Potter podcast. I'm Chandler, and I'm joined again by... Briley and Ava, and this is episode three, The Letters from No One. All right, welcome back, everybody. So as per usual, we're going to start it off with a little recap of what happened in this chapter. Uh, So picking up uh, from the beginning of the chapter, we have the repercussions of the Boer Constrictor incident, and Harry is locked in in his cupboard for a good bit of time. He's in there for a while. Um, And then. Was it a week? It was until summer, like school let out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was until (laughs) summer. Yeah. So it was until school let out. Um, and then he is finally let out and he eventually gets a letter, uh, mail comes in and Vernon sends Harry to get the mail. He notices that he has a letter addressed to him, uh, for his cupboard under the stairs. So he's wondering what's going on with that. And he tries to take the letter. Vernon gets it sees it, takes it, and then he talks with Petunia about it. And they're like, how do they know where he is? Uh, All of that stuff. And so then for whatever reason, they decide to move him out of the cupboard under the stairs to Dudley's second room. So anyways, Harry's bummed about that. They get more letters the following days. And it's now addressed to Dudley's second room. Harry wonders how they, these people, whoever they were, know him, know that he moved to a new room, blah, 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 blah. So they continue to just get a ton more throughout the week. Uh, Vernon does his best to stop these letters. He, like, mails up the little, like, mail slot in their door or whatever. Like, doesn't he, like, bar up the windows or something? Or not bar up the windows. No, he but, said like, he, he barred up the, like, he boarded up the mail slot. Yeah, the mail slot. And then, like... Oh, the mailman had to bring it to the window. Yeah, because all the doors were locked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's trying his his absolute best to prevent prevent that, you know, prevent Harry from getting the letters. So he does all this. He's still getting them. And then on Sunday, there's no post. So Vernon's very happy about that. But then a ton of letters come in. It's flying all around in the house, whatever. And Mr. Dursley loses it and tells them all that they're going on a road trip. So he does a bunch of weird stuff. They drive for like a super long time, stop in a bunch of weird places until they finally end up in this shabby shack thing in the ocean. And Harry realizes that it's the day before his birthday. He counts down whatever. And right at midnight, they hear a very thunderous boom of somebody knocking to get into the shack in the ocean. I think that's it. Did I miss anything? Is that it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. One of the things that I thought we should talk about first was, like, the movie book comparisons. Because as far as this chapter goes, like, aside from the traveling, the letters thing, I think it, I think they got it pretty, pretty right. Yeah, this was pretty accurate. Yeah. Because I like, because originally I was like, is this was, like, over-exaggerated or is it, like, you know, but reading it, it sounded like pretty much the same like it, i could see it both sides yeah it was like exactly <coughs> yeah which was cool yeah <laughs> so what about it ava <laughs> you wanted to talk about it i'm trying to think um 
I think that this chapter, though, it did give more, like, other details. Like, we didn't see, like, in the movie, you don't know why they're, like, you know, upset to be seeing these letters. That's not explained. It's not even really explained, like, where they came from or anything at all. It's not to say that it's explained in the book, but in the book, they're like, oh, uh, like they're going to keep contacting. We don't even know who So you're saying, are. like, how do they, like, know? Yeah, because in the movie, they don't really. Well, That's never really I, explained, like. No, I mean, well, I'm saying, like, it's cool to, to hear in the book that there's more detail because in the movie, all you see is that they know where the letter's from, but they don't show it. And, you know, they only show it in their expressions, but they don't talk about it. They don't. Because oh, yeah. in the book, they were like, um, what was it? I, I think it was Vernon, or it was either Vernon or Petunia, but one of them was like, we should let them know that he's not coming. Yeah. And in the movie, they don't say that at all. Yeah. They just throw yeah. the letters away. And they actually, like in the book too, they kick Harry and Dudley out. And this is like the first time it says in the book that like Dudley ever didn't get his way pretty yeah. pretty much because they kicked him out and forced them not to listen. Also, the Harry room switch too yeah, didn't happen in the movie. Didn't happen there when yeah. they moved into a different room. Oh, oh yeah. room until chamber until secrets. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I wanted to talk about like how you can tell that Petunia like knows more about the magical community than Vernon, like in the way they react. Because whenever they get the letters, he's like obviously like freaking out. He's like, let's just leave, or like I'm gonna board up. Like he does all these things, like I'm gonna board up the mail slot, I'm gonna um like, we're going to go away, doors. lock the doors, we're going to, um, like, there's no mail on Sundays. Like, they just, like, aren't abide by, like, the normal no, all the things, I guess. Sorry, but Petunia me. knows, obviously, that they don't. So that's why she's like, we need to write back. And he's like, no. And I, she's like, but I know what's going to happen if we don't. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I almost interrupted you, like, six times. No, you're good. But <clears throat> what I thought was funny about it, too, like, I thought that was really funny how, like, Vernon looked at it the whole time as, like, yeah, this is, like, normal world stuff. Like, if you board up the mail slot, we won't get a letter. And it was, like, so funny to see how, like, progressively weirder things happened. Mm -hmm. And he still was like, ah, no post on Sundays. Like, your wife didn't crack open eggs and letters from inside. That doesn't just happen, Vernon. And it was funny. And how it was, like, kind of like that in the movie. But this, reading it, was, like, even more funny, I think. And how at no point did he think, oh, like, I've, I've, like, at no point did he think, oh, they're wizards. There's no chance I have yeah. at, at all. Yeah, I think it shows mm. that he knows, like, nothing about wizards. I mean, yeah, apparently. And same thing with Petunia. It's, she's like, this is not going to stop. No, she Which, knows. Would they, if they had written, would they have just not contacted Harry again? Like, what do you think, Chandler? I don't, I don't think they would. I think they would get the letter and they'd be like, yeah, whatever. And I think that no, then they was, would No, he was Hagrid. going to school. Yeah, and then they would just send Hagrid. Like, yeah, he was going to, to Hogwarts because yeah, I mean they, yeah, he was going to school for sure. Yeah, I feel like they would have sent like Professor McGonagall or Hagrid or someone like to his door basically because that's what they do with Muggleborns. I think I don't know if really, but I think they yeah. like send a professor kind of like how Hagrid went to Harry because it would be really weird if it like when you were 11 and you're just like living your normal life and you got that letter, you'd be like, yeah, whatever. That's your dream. (laughs) Yeah. That is my dream. No, but yeah, I always, yeah. I always wondered about the letter process for people who like aren't born into a magical family and don't know what that means at all. And like, just don't understand. I don't think that's in Hagrid. I think that was a a professor then that. And I think that was a special case. Really? Did they say, I mean, uh, to me, I thought when I read when, I would like watch the movie or in this case, I guess when we were about to read it to me, I thought, Oh, they probably send Hagrid for, um, sorry. I'm trying to figure out whether or not I should say something. Cause I'm not sure if it's like a spoiler or not. It's in, it's in one of the movies. So like, 
at the end when Hagrid and Harry are riding together, that's all I'm gonna say. Like yeah. in the, like the, yeah, that I feel like it's similar to that where it's like, oh, Hagrid delivered Harry to this thing, and it's like the same little. Well, thing I think that was the point. I, like it seems to me like Hagrid was probably like. Well, I like to imagine that Hagrid was the one that was like, "Can I go talk?" To yeah, him? I bet he was. Like, okay. I think that would be. Didn't really didn't cute. he like actually say that? Didn't he say that Dumbledore like allowed him to go because he like I wanted to? Because well, I we'll get to that. We haven't, we haven't read that yet. Yeah, but yeah, I think that yeah, and Dumbledore like let him go. But yeah, I'd say probably somebody like I probably McGonagall or somebody. I see. I think that they would for Muggles. See, okay, but listen. There's gotta be plenty of Muggleborns. I don't think. They would send somebody. I think that they would send somebody that can present themselves a little bit more like normally. Yeah, because Hagrid's like to like muggles. So yeah, that's why like I don't think they yeah. would necessarily send like Hagrid or somebody because like that's just like very jarring. But like you're already say, finding out. Yeah, it's, it's like, no, it's canon that Hagrid most definitely was no. like, I want to go. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, no, he did that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I like I think like there, there's already a shock that their kid is like magical. So then I feel like they would probably just send, like, somebody, like, that's most, like, normal looking. Maybe. Maybe. I could see it being McGonagall, though, since since she is, like, deputy headmistress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd hate for Snape to show up at your door and be like, I don't think that they would send him. Yeah, I don't think so. And let, maybe they would send him, though, to, like, the, well, never mind. That, that's stupid. I was going to say, maybe they send him to, like, the predominant, like, pure blood family. But then I remember what yeah, we were talking no, about. They send him to the evil kid houses. <laughs> they like, you take care of the kids that we don't want here. <laughs> yeah. Draco's house. They sent him for Drake. Nah, Draco was waiting for his letter by the door. No, for real. So anyway, I saw something that was like interesting online. So it was basically like Hagrid comes to get Harry on his 11th birthday. So do you think like other kids, like they would come on their 11th birthday or are they just coming sometime that summer? Because your 11th birthday falls differently. Like, so Hermione's 11th birthday was in September. So she would have had like a whole year to prepare. No. You think it's just sometime in the summer? Well, okay. I think it's about the same time that course lists are sent out, right? Because he gets his and it's he has his course list. Yeah. I think it honestly fluctuates birthday. because in Chamber of Secrets, do you remember they're like, oh, a little bit late on this one. It was cl- like it was closer to September 1st, right? Yeah, yeah. September 1st. So I think it's honestly just kind of random. This is a... Oh, yeah. I had a question and I lost it. Dang it. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, is Hogwarts, like, similar to other schools where it's like you you might not get in? Like, is there, like, a... Or, no. or is it I just like if, a, like if you're a wizard in England, you're going. I think if you're like a European, well, not European, I guess. You're like, I think it's, um, I don't, I'm not for sure, but I think it's anyone in like England, Ireland, Scotland, like that area. There's, there were Scottish people at Hogwarts. I think it was in Scotland, I think. Yeah. So. Not to be the person that's like, well, in the movies, but <laughs> uh, what's it called? Maggie Smith, she's a uh, Scottish. Oh, yeah. She so is. I'm pretty sure it says Scottish. And then Seamus is Irish. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, no, no way, really. That's Hoggle. <laughs> no, but yeah, I always was wondering if Hogwarts, like, if it was similar to like how other schools are, or if it was just like if you're from like Europe, you're just going if you're a wizard. Like, I wasn't yeah. sure if there was like a policy or like a thing. I think it's like every magical no. child. Yeah, I think like, it's just... Could you, in theory, decide not to go? I guess you could. You could decline, like. You could decline it because there's this kid. But with Harry, they were like, nah, he's gone. <laughs> like when, like well yeah but like i'm just saying like in the second book justin fin- um, finch fletchley yes he w- his name was down for like etton which was like a private school like an actual like muggle private school or something uh, so it's like i think they could choose not to go do you think and there's other there's yeah. other wizarding schools right so i feel and, like if they wanted yeah, to go to right. like 
um, Durham Strang or something. They probably could. Durham Strang. What? What was it? Sorry. Say it again. Durham Strang. Durham Strang. Well, that's another. I think it's like. Do you think Durham it's probably Strang. like just in close proximity? Like which one you're closest to? Yeah, I feel like you. Like it from Bumble is, Born. but I there. Mean, what's it called when like schools do that? Zoning. Yeah, there's zoning. There's zoning and gerrymandering, so that the good wizards go to like. <laughs> Cornelius Fudge in the office. Yeah, no, for real. Cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I remember in the fourth movie when um there was like outrage over what their hoods looked like because they looked like remember, yeah they that looked like this way wasn't too much. the whole maybe yeah. I guess that was it was too well, I mean that's yeah. just like I guess that was well, probably that, throwing that, the the lights, it. that yeah. was throwing the metaphor in the face right yeah. there. But yeah. Anyway, there's something else that I thought we could talk about. Hmm. I think it's funny how, like, Harry is like, oh, I'm about to get these people good. Like, I'm going to get up early, and I'm going to go get that letter before anybody else. And uh, Vernon is not no fool, because he knew what he was going to do. Like, I think it's funny that, like, Vernon is annoying and stuff, but he's kind of smart, I think, because he, like, yeah, was, like... Yeah, because he slept out in front of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, getting out he knew what Harry was going to do, because yeah. he knows Harry is, like... I think that... Vernon also knew the weight of the situation. Like, even though he yeah. didn't t- really, really know anything about the Wizarding World, he also knew. He, I'm sure that at some point Petunia was like, "This is gonna happen," or because he knew what it was. Like, yeah, like I think yeah. when they got married, probably. Yeah, like yeah, and he would. He knew it's like okay, if this kid finds out, he's not supposed to know because we are not gonna tell him, and we don't care. Yeah, they to tell think him. that they can just like stomp it out of him. Basically. Yeah, they think that they can literally just like not say anything and nothing will happen. Do you think that Petunia thought that if, like, do you think she believed, like, they could stomp it out of him, basically? No, I don't, I don't think, think so either. So. I think she knew the whole time, like, he's gonna go. Because yeah. Vernon's always the one that says Which that, I think so. that makes her specific abuse of Harry even worse. It's so heinous. Like, that's your nephew. Yeah. Because Vernon, I mean, they're not related by blood, but yes, she is. I think also, though, it makes it even worse. It's like, you know that this is never going to go away. You know that this is not going to, like, what is what is your end game? What is your plan? Like, what do you think is going to happen? You yeah. know that the school's not going to, it's literally Harry Potter. Your sister and her husband were famous, and they have this famous baby. And you think that no one at this school is going to try and get him there? Yeah, I mean, yeah. they enrolled him in a in a school, like, yeah, full well. He had money waiting for him in the bank. He, like, yeah. all this. Do you think that makes, like, do you think that who, do you think Vernon treated him better or she treated him better? I feel like she treated him a little bit better. I feel like the mm. best way, I feel like the best way to describe it to me, I feel like the best, mm, I'm trying to think, actually. I, I was gonna really say, think. I, I think feel it's kind like of a tie. I feel like the really? best way to yeah. describe this is Vernon is like jump scare horror, <laughs> and um, Petunia is like psychological horror. I don't know because she said multiple times like she doesn't really care about Harry at all, which yeah. I think is like it's... makes it worse because it's like okay, she doesn't care about her sister at all or her sister's kid. Like she's like she got herself blown up. Yeah. What? Like I think she's are you mostly serious? mean to him though. Like when he does something to Dudley or like scares Dudley or whatever. Yeah. I think that Vernon is just very much a yes dear kind of guy, and yeah. like he just kind of is doing whatever Petunia is doing. He doesn't understand yeah. why this is happening. Clearly, he doesn't know what's going on. I think that he's like just I don't want my wife to 
be weirded out or think anything's weird or I'm a bad husband, so I'm gonna abuse this 11-year-old and <laughs> so I'm gonna, like, abuse this 11-year-old just because that's what she wants and I don't understand this letter thing. Uh, I mean, he out. hates magic. Like, yeah. he, I mean, he yeah. like, despises it. But, he yeah, like, another like thing normal. for me, like... Or abnormal. Like, Petunia's is is wrong. Like, I think it's even in a way because, like, Vernon kind of his ignorance kind of plays in, I guess, like the, I don't know, Petunia knows and understands the world a lot better than Petunia, or, uh, Vernon does. So I think that makes hers, like, you can say that, I guess, like, her punishments are not as, but I'm not, like, I feel like her punishments are still pretty I mean, equally they are. bad. I'm kind of looking at it, though, as less of, like, a punishment versus punishment thing. I'm, I'm kind of looking at it as, like, a, she doesn't care about him like i think that vernon is just kind of doing what his wife wants and that's no, whatever I, but i feel I like think they both just, don't care i mean i guess but i feel like it, it weighs more that she doesn't care because he belonged to her sister i think if anything vernon cares less because he's not really like like they're blood technically but like that's not his sister's son you know like that's what to me like i don't know i i think but it makes I think sense Petunia for me cares to a little bit more. I mean, I guess. But it just it makes more sense to me for Vernon not to care as much because obviously because that's like, you know, that's like your wife's sister's kid. Whatever. Yeah. Whereas with Petunia, it's like you grew up with this kid's mom and you are depriving him of any knowledge of his mom. And yeah. you're a terrible guardian to him. Yeah, there's a lot more stuff that pops up about the though like later about like her resentment and stuff. Yeah. So maybe that will change your mind, I guess, maybe a little bit later. But Yeah. So I wanted to also talk about uh, Vernon's spiral into madness as they like go on the car trip because that is a lot more like drawn out in the book and is really funny because they don't really show it in the movie. I think that they just do like a cut of him being like, "All right, everybody, get up! You know, we're leaving. Whatever." And then it like cuts to the yeah, ocean or something, the like the shack in the ocean. But that part's really, really funny to me, and I love like just like how we've talked about it a little bit earlier, just like his stretch of thinking that they will not go to the same lengths that he will go just to give him a letter. Yeah, he's like, throw him off. Yeah, and uh, all of that stuff is, like, really, really funny. Um, did you like that part, Us not, like, seeing that yet? Um, sorry, which part was this? I just, person? I'm gonna need you to focus up here. <laughs> but, no, like, so, you know how, like, in the movie, how it kind of just jumps from Vernon being, like, all right, everybody, we're leaving, and then it cuts to the ocean, yeah. the shack. Yeah. But, like, in the book, there's, like, a lot more of him, like, like he, yeah. he'd get out of the, the car and no, just, like, yeah. walk out watching, for a couple steps yeah. and then watching just, like, get back movie, in and be like, no. Yeah, watching the movie, I had no clue what happened from point A to point B. That transfer did not register with me. Yeah. Because I was like, where are we? Do we own this house? Is this a shack in the middle of the sea? Is this Azkaban? Right. I was shocked. I was <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what's happening here. I don't even know where we're at or what's going on. So, hearing that in the book, I was like, oh. This is adds, yeah. this adds layers. We're going on this journey. Get another letter at this other. It it was it was funny, and I liked. It. Yeah, yeah. I just and there's the. I'm glad they put this in the movie because it's funny. But it was in different. I think it was in a different time. But like Dudley saying like Daddy's gone mad, hasn't he? Which is really funny because yeah, he's time. yeah. He's just he's absolutely losing his mind, just trying yeah. to outsmart. I guess or like out kind of wit. He thinks he can. Yeah, which he obviously can't but yeah like i mean he'd get out of the car 
in like the middle of a forest, right? Or something like that was one of the times he got like in the middle of a forest, just walked out a couple paces, looked around and was like, no. Yeah. And he's like, throw him off, throw like, him off. Car, like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that stuff's just really, really funny. Uh, and then just like Petunia just going or? along with it. Do you think that she just kind of like let him do that to give him the shot? Because I feel like deep down Petunia knew that there was like no shot that no, that would work. But I just feel like she probably just didn't want to like argue with him, or just you know, just kind of. Well, like... I thought that she was probably it was. It's probably more of like a like I know that there's no point. I'm gonna let him have his like do his thing, but they're gonna catch up to us eventually, yeah. and we'll just let that happen when it does. Like kind of like a what's well, like a I forget what the word is, but basically where you just like kind of just like I'm just not gonna do anything about this. Give up. No, it was just a better, there's like a bigger, better, there's a better word than that. I don't forget what it's called. But yeah, I, I know I mean, what you mean. Like, it seems like she just kind of was like, and there's no point in trying to stop this. It's going to go anyway. So, yeah. But yeah, I think that whole sequence is really, really funny. Uh, and I wish that they could have put it in the movie, but it, then it would be like two hours and 40 minutes long or something. I don't care. So. I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah. Like, Anna is, if it's accurate. But yeah, I love that scene. It's really funny. I'm just like, that bit of the chapter's super funny to me. But anyway. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, I thought it was a really, it made me look at it all differently. So I was like, oh, that's, like, in the movie, I was like, where are we? But now I'm like, oh, that's the, yeah. that's the place. And, and that I happens think, a lot. And it would have made it better if they added all of that. Like, because, like, they got yeah. the accuracy with the shack in the middle of the sea. And but they can't, I mean, it's just, there's too much. Like, right, even it there. would have been like 40 seconds yeah. of extra little just then driving, driving places. Yeah, it didn't have to be anything yeah. special. Yeah, it would have, it would have added, it would have added like some, oh, what's it called? Like, you know, context. World it would have added context. Like, cause I had no clue how they got there and it was never explained how they got to that shack. Yeah. And, you know, and but yeah, yeah Sorry. it was no, it was good. I liked it. Yeah, and then they, well, I was going to say, like, and then they go, remember they go to the, like, hotel, the hotel, yeah. and they yeah. get, like, letters to the front desk, and he's like, bro. Yeah, he, he there's, like, a <laughs> ton, too, right? Yeah. Like, a ton of letters at the front desk. Yeah. And there's just one part, I don't know if it's, I can't remember if, like, it's this part where they're eating at the hotel, or if it's at the beginning of the chapter, but it's, like, <laughs> Vernon being like, do I look stupid? To you or something, and he has like the egg in his mustache. Oh yeah, yeah. Or he just looks insane. Yeah, like it I think looks crazy. That Harry, I know that Harry's like not the narrator technically, but seeing stuff from Harry's point of view is so funny. I know I <laughs> his point of view like, is hilarious. Oh, I doesn't... think that adds like another thing because the books you can see like what Harry's thinking, but in the movies like it's just Daniel Radcliffe having to like portray that. <laughs> it's just yeah. Daniel Radcliffe, Jim facing at the camera, <laughs> and then that's yeah, it. and then yeah. The first He's movie is that was no he is but he was young. He was yeah he was a little bit he was a little cool. you can't expect much a from like wolf? eleven yeah <laughs> I'm a wolf <laughs> I I didn't know there's what? no there's no it was it's emotion. one note it's one note on every yeah. single line like you can compare probably seventeen lines that sound <laughs> exactly the same yeah. But his scream kind of stays the same, like, throughout the movie. She's like, ah! (laughs) Like, throughout all of the films. No! Yeah, anyway. So much. And then also, there's a random, too, but, like, that reminded me with the egg and his mushrooms. He ripped out, like, half of his mustache or something. And so, like, whenever he's, like, gotten to his breaking point or whatever, he just looked even extra insane because he's, like, like, missing half of his mustache. And then, and then he's like, everybody get out, we're, we're leaving, whatever, and then they leave. But anyway, it's funny. But yeah, another thing that kind of from Harry's point of view is that there's a lot more sass, I guess, in uh, 
just in the books in general, because you get a lot more dialogue um, and what he's thinking. Uh, I think that, do you have some examples for that yeah. or that you had thought about like it? Like the part where Dudley's like, I want to put your head in the toilet or whatever. He says. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Harry's yeah. like, it'll be sick. It's never had anything as horrible as yeah, yeah. That is hilarious. And, and just it's... like the way he describes like people like, well, he, he's not describing it, but it'll say like Harry thought, like when Harry says something about Dudley, he says he like looks like a pig in a wig or something. <laughs> pig in a wig. Like, oh, yeah. Whenever he gets his. No, uh... it's... His new uniform. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Just everything that Harry Lee said. And then um, the part where she's dying his uniform, and he's like, what's this? And she's like, it's your uniform. He's like, I didn't realize I had to be so wet. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just probably, like, developed, like, humor to, like, deal with his To cope. Situation. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Trauma adds humor. Yeah. True. Adds character. Exactly. This is a whole bunch of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, and it's cool, because you don't really see that much in the movies about his, like, funny side until, like, yeah. later, or it's, like, once or twice. Yeah. Or it's Harry being, like, mean, mean. for no reason. Mean yeah. to Ron. It's just being mean to, like, every character. For At no. the expense of Ron. Yeah, or, like, or Neville, and that's just, it's all hurtful. Yeah. But this is funny. That's the that's just the hard part, because you get, like, you just get so much more dialogue and like world building and like you get to know the character so much better in the books yes. and stuff. So it is, it's, it's just hard to like give, I think that that's just like a problem with trying to give the characters like the right feel, but having to use like so much less dialogue. Yeah. There's so many characters they ruined in my opinion. Ron ruined. Jane yeah, they did ruin Ron. Like Jane, we'll talk about that though. We'll talk about that. We'll, t- we'll, we'll talk about that later. there's some that they do so well with. Like, I think they did so, so good with Snape. Yeah, 100%. They did so great with him. And but we'll I, talk about all that. Yeah, yeah. We'll I think they did a good saying, job like, with Harry. Um, yeah, they did a great job. <laughs> yeah, they did. I think Daniel, like, did really good. Hermione, excellent. Like, but I think... They typecasted the, the, the golden trio right yeah. right on it. I kind of feel like the movies, and you can start to even see it, like, in the first movie that they, like, take a lot of other characters' lines and give them to... I mean, Hermione's... Hermione and Snape are my favorite characters. I'm not saying anything bad about Hermione. But, like, because I love, love, love Hermione. But I feel like in the movies, they make her, like, this, like, perfect character that has, like, no flaws, and she takes, like, all these lines. She's just incredibly smart and perfect and then does not have, like, any faults. In like, the book, not... she does. And no, I know. I mean, in the like movies... A, more like three dimensional. We'll talk about it though. Character. I know. Whenever I she's know. introduced. Yeah, but no, I get, get what you're inside. saying, and I that I can see. Like they take a lot of yeah. other people's commonly, and give them to her. Yeah. Yeah. commonly too. Whenever they do that with any character, the character then just receives hate for no not to like give no one hates Ronnie really, but like yeah. yeah, but like especially I'm surprised with like her being like a, a female character as well, and then be created like perfect. I could see though how people would like you know be mad about that for yeah. no reason just because like oh yeah. woman like, i love her she's my favorite yeah but... i think she's really good cool. i think that emma watson did oh, like, emma just... fantastic they all did great job. i think they were all like perfectly cast well, yeah it was a perfect casting choice i think yeah, yeah. the dudley's or the dursley's are good too it's really mm-hmm. sad that vernon like the guy that vernon is dead i keep forgetting about that yeah, it's yeah. Like, upsetting half yeah. his cast is going to the heavens yeah i know it is always interesting though whenever i reread it because Dudley's supposed to have blonde hair. And I, I never, ever, I ever imagined him with blonde him really hair. Good. The guy yeah, no, they did. That's player. something else I was yeah. going to say at one point, but how, like, from seeing the movies, I've watched the movies quite a few times, never read the books, obviously, but how I, I've tuned out the character descriptions because <laughs> I cannot see this cast. Yeah. Yeah. And Dudley way. is supposed to be like monstrous. No, I only and in the books, see in the movies, as... he's like not even big. Like, yeah. He's, he's just a pretty like chubby, chubby kid. But yeah. He's like average chubby Who kid. Who wasn't? Yeah. You know, 
Ten. They got yeah. well. She who must not be named goes like oh. way over the top because she talks about like how like his he fat is like, like, like hangs out like over his chair Dang. and stuff. Like, but then in the later books, he becomes like the doesn't he become like a wrestler? Remember? Well, he boxing. Yeah, boxing. in the fifth one, and so he kind of muscles up, I guess. But still, they yeah. she's she goes way over the top about like how massive he is, which is pretty funny. But it's <laughs> messed up. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. yeah, I can't see anybody, like, how they were describing McGonagall at the beginning of the book and how she was, like, younger. I I only see Maggie Smith. Like, yeah, I, I'm, ne- Smith I'm never going to see anybody else. Yeah. I'm never going to see just anyone but Dad- her- Daniel Radcliffe for Harry. Yeah, it's never, yeah. I just think about her as, like, a younger version of herself. And I think about, like, Alan Rickman. Like, I think about him as, like, a younger version of himself. And, like, Sirius yeah. and all them. Yeah. Like, I imagine that, I mean, Sirius and Remus, like, I, like, Sirius, Remus, James, a lot of the people that are supposed to be, like, that age, I kind of, like, imagine as, like, a couple different people. Yeah. I, yeah, I can just kind of only see them as... <coughs> Sorry, guys. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah. I can just kind of only see them now as, like, how the movies are. But I think that's just because of how I was raised. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I think that's still, though, even with that, like, aside from, like, the character descriptions, like, physically how they are, which doesn't seem to matter too terribly much. Because mm-hmm. no. I think that they got the right characters the right way. Yeah. Um, Everything else line, is lines up pretty well, as far yeah, as they I did know. We've really only seen, a, I've only seen, like, Yeah, we've only seven, seen a few characters. We've only seen, like, seven characters. Yeah. But I think that so far they got it all pretty good. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not feeling any discrepancies. Yeah. Yeah, and she like the descriptions and stuff are good. I think too. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Remember what it was? Yeah, the secret guest. Who do we think it is? Oh yeah. <laughs> I like that. That was the the like way, the way it, it left off. Yeah, the way it left off. I was about to yeah, say, should we talk about how it ends? Because I really like. Yeah. Yeah, we were uh, just talking Harry's about birthday. how it ends, buddy. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Harry's birthday. Too, oh, that like, was sad. I know Stop. that scared me. Okay, which one do you want to talk about first? Harry's birthday. Okay, you start. Or Chandler start. No, okay well i was gonna say um again i think the movies got this one pretty right too how like at like the very stroke of midnight harry's you know drawing cake for himself in the dirt because this is how he's celebrating his birthday also too th- another thing about the dursleys not this is dursley's hate yes. another thing about the dursleys did not celebrate his birthday whatsoever no. acknowledge that it was happening or xyz at all they're spending it in a shack nobody even said anything i'm sure that probably like no barely they either didn't remember at all or remembered and did not care yeah at some point it says like for a past birthday they got him like a coat hanger that's what i was about to say like a he barely gets any, yeah. yeah like he doesn't get anything for his birthday he doesn't anyway get anything. and then he watches dudley get like 40 things and yeah. it's so sad and he only knows it's going to be his birthday because dudley like knows what it's going to come on because dudley knows what day it is by like what's going to come on tv yeah so he's like, if it really is Tuesday, I think it's gonna be my birthday tomorrow. Yeah, that's and it's so like, you don't, sad. He's like, I don't think the nurses will remember, but you don't turn eleven every day. Like yeah. it's so yeah. sad. Uh, yeah, that is horribly sad. However, comma, and you're like, you don't turn eleven every day, bro. <laughs> like it's just eleven. But yeah. I mean, of course, when you're a wizard, it's a big deal. And another thing. Is that like he's having to sleep? It says that he has to find like the the softest bit of floor, yeah. Because uh, Dudley's on the couch and he just has to like, and he doesn't even have like the blanket. He, he has like it's super a really cold. Small one, I think. Yeah, yeah. and the it's roof raining. is like about to cave in, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, yeah. I think I'd be warmer if the roof caved in." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. which is so sad. Yeah, 
And I think that, yeah, I think that the book actually, though, did, gave us more detail and made it much sadder as opposed to... I agree. Yeah. But also, I will say, like, imagining how in the next chapter his whole entire life is going to change. Like, I this know, is, like, so this is him. kind of, like, the last moment that Harry is ever gonna be like this super sad like before he knows any uh, don't y'all start looking <laughs> at each other but you know this is the last moment before he finds out is like he's a wizard like in this last moment he thinks he's a normal kid his parents are dead everything's terrible but this is like that last moment and then this in this next moment everything will be There's different this will set into like this will set into motion the events of the next few books obviously yeah. i'm kind of like going crazy here but you know, it's like this in this one little moment where he's like blowing out his candles. That is the last time he like is a normal boy that doesn't stop get, exchanging looks. Like I'm getting nervous. Yeah, and like every yeah, he's perfectly happy after this moment. Yeah, nothing bad ever happens. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> just saying that things get you know his life has changed. Like even yeah. in his saddest moments after like that are to come. It's still like better than any future that he thought for yeah, himself still in this hope, moment like, in this that world, yeah. I guess. If that makes sense, you know, like I the, the way that he thought found his life was going in this moment right now is not at all how it ended up going. Even though there were some terrible things that happened to him after this, he still yeah. probably thought that his life was going nowhere at, in this in this time, and then it goes everywhere. You know? Yeah, I'm excited. Not to get like super introspective or whatever the word is. Yeah, I see what you mean. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for him. Because <laughs> nothing bad happens to him after this chapter, after this book, right, guys? No, no. Really, ever. He just, all the other books are just him living like a happy life. He's totally cool. He just oh, does this his is magic. Just, this is just a fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. This is a Wizarding World fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah, where nothing bad happens to him ever. It's, yeah. just, it's just a series of events, and that's it. And then the book ends. The best ones are when you read the summaries, and it's like, nothing bad happens. Harry's parents are alive. You're like, oh, this is going to Great. Yeah, they come back. <laughs> yeah, they're not dead. It turns out they're Voldemort's alive. Dead. It turns out Voldemort died three days after Harry was dropped off. And he's <laughs> gone forever. Yeah. Sorry to spoil it for you guys. Yeah. Sorry. But no, yeah. It, I, you know what I'm saying. There, yeah. Though. I it, like how it ended though, like on the knocking. It was so. Bad. Just like that. Cause you I, know I, I do it's like coming. that because like I, I like how she was not my name does like flow with like the end of her t- just to, like build like a. Suspense, I like how she like, writes. I love yeah, which you know. I hate her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it, but it, still, it's yeah. it's cool that she ends it like on that kind of air of suspense there it's just like how is there somebody out on this rock in the middle of sea yeah and they're knocking on imagine too how that must have been for somebody who didn't know it was coming either it's like what is this yeah Yeah. i know like the first time when you haven't seen the movie you're like oh my god what is this like you're no clue what's happening which but as someone who has and knows what's coming it's also just as so cool as like oh my god yeah yeah it's pretty cool yeah yeah like I don't know. I wish I wouldn't have watched the movie before I read the book because I would have been like, yo, yeah. I would have been freaking yo. But I knew who, what was happening. Well, I kind of knew what was going to happen. I didn't really understand the movies that much. When was the first time that you read the books? In third grade. Mine was in so third grade. I would have Jeez. been, how old were you, Chandler? Because I was older. Oh, dude, I don't know. Older. Well, like, we, were like, we were like 10 or something in fifth grade, 10, 10 11. I so was, we're probably I was like 11 eight. in 5th grade. So we're probably did you eight. I would have been all the books then as nine. well? Like, no. Was it like book to book to book? Like when did you finish the books for the first time? So I, nine. I was nine. So I like started them in third grade, like in the, like, like after 
Christmas at some point because mm-hmm. I was playing softball when I was reading them. And I read the first three, and I had the fourth one checked, and I had Goblet of Fire checked out from the library to read. And then they were like, oh, you have to return the book. And I was like, dang it. So uh, I didn't have the book for a whole summer. And then I got back to school, and I checked it out again. And I read that one, like, so fast. And then I read Order of the Phoenix took me, like, a while. I read like, two weeks. Half-Blood Prince, though, I remember that book, like, changed my life. Like, I read it in three days. And I was That book is, like, this thick. Yeah. I, like, I finished Order of the Phoenix. I used to read in the car all the time. I finished Order of the Phoenix, and I just pulled Half-Blood Prince out of my bag. And I literally read, like, that was all I did. And I had this nightlight in my room, and I would clip it, like, on my, um, like, page. And I just sat there, and I read until, like, three in the morning. And I was, like, nine. Yeah. For the audience, I actually can't read. So (laughs) this is why, um, no, I can read. I just need to clarify. Okay. Yeah. Just in case. I remember very specifically, like, before I left school one day, because I only had, like, two chapters left in the in the first book in third grade. And I told my teacher, I was like, I'm going to finish it by the next time, by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. He was like, okay, cool. You should blah, blah, blah. And so I was on, like, a mission to, like, finish. Because, like, I've read slow whenever you I was did. younger. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I was, like, eight. Well, yeah, I didn't I, read, like, fast. So, or the fans took me. I didn't read, yeah. like, fast. Yeah. Read the book in three days. Yeah. That was different. Yeah. And then I, and then I went back and and finished it that night in third grade and finished it all but anyway that was have, random would you ever have like two of them in your backpack and you'd be like oh like i'm finishing this one and then i'm starting that one that was that's well, whenever something I else ever in i can't remember happened. if i ever maybe I such, like, maybe like later whenever we had like <laughs> i can't i can't really TV remember shows at one time? <laughs> i can't really remember honestly like Really? Yeah. I just, like, I remember, like, I never really, I mean, I liked to read, but it wasn't, like, one of my hobbies like it is now, but I read Harry yeah. Potter, and I was like, I love reading. Like, I reading do distinctly is the best thing ever, Yeah. And now I read all the time. I do distinctly remember goal, going out and buying Goblet of Fire with my dad, though, oh. and then going grocery shopping, Damn. and I read the book while we were grocery shopping. Was it you hear cover? that? Yes, you hear it was. that, I know dad? that yeah. was $20. That's why I didn't get them, like, forever, because they're so expensive buy the whole set yeah oh, that's true is like 50 bucks we say we have two on the bookshelf behind us anyway this is random rich. um <laughs> random tangent but i think that about wraps it up though for chapter three yeah i think we talked about the majority of everything but overall good chapter like the suspense at the end very solid uh but yeah we will find out who is knocking at the door and talk about it on the next episode Ooh. as we Dive into the keeper of the keys. So exciting! Wonder who that is. I don't know. Who is it? I'm not reading. I have. I'm not reading Chamber of the Secrets for the thirteenth time. What are you talking about? Anyway. Anyways. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This week's episode. Or bi-weekly episode. I don't know. We're Try in. Weekly. Give us a break. We have a lot of work. Bi-weekly episodes. So anyway. So we're two shifts a week. So. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but thanks again for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it, and we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.